End of the Blender, episode 63. Stop messing with me. You're not missing a thing. You keep going and I'm just showing Hey everybody, this is Bev. And this is Juch. And you're back with End of the Blender, episode 63. Yes. And we are going to make some changes. Well, we're making some changes. We're not going to make some changes. We have instituted some changes without warning. We are just flying by the seat of our pants, people. Yeah. We, we do that a lot these days. But first announcements. Actually, we only have one announcement listed here, which is that my band Ditch by Kate's going to be playing the Hard Rock Cafe dun, dun, dun. on Tuesday, November 29th. Otherwise known as the Embassy of Rock. <laughs> the date or the place? The place. It's actually right. on the website. And all. Well, you were talking about the date. So I was like, <laughs> how is that the Embassy of Rock? That particular day, uh, November 29th, 2011. The Embassy oh, of Rock. I know. We'll be ambassadors of rock. But it's another <laughs> uh, charity event. It's another yeah. breast cancer awareness show. Yes. And uh, it's a showcase called Pink Jams with an exclamation point. Yes. Which they're showcasing local musicians and uh, booking lots of different shows. And so, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. I've never been to the Hard Rock DC. I have not been to that one either, but I do know that this particular charity is not just the standard raise money for support or research for breast cancer. It is specifically targeted towards men and women who have had breast cancer before the age of 40. Mm. So it's a it's a an interesting subset of the breast cancer community mm-hmm. and providing support for people that are younger than you would normally expect people to get them. Gotcha. And I dig that they're supporting the men too and, and making that a big piece of it. Mm-hmm. Not a lot said about that. It's a still a big I don't I don't know why it's a point of shame. I mean men have breasts. It's yeah biology, you know, but it's a shame factor apparently. And it's one of those things that doesn't get talked about. So I say, let's raise some money. Let's help some dudes deal with what's going on. Let's help some women deal with what's going on. Let's find a cure for this crap and be done with it. Yeah. Excellent. So this should be an all-ages show. Yes, uh, it is. It's technically free. There's a $10 donation at the door recommended. Right. Which, I mean, for what you're getting for the night, a night at the Hard Rock with some fantastic music for a great cause, that's a pretty dang low <laughs> entry fee. Do you have any news? Oh, well, we have had the house on the market forever, it feels like. And we've been nomads forever, it feels like. Yeah. And uh, we are packing in earnest at this point. We are expecting to be moved out mid-January. I think fully moved out mid-January. And so, you know, we're just packing it up and hiring son and nephew and anybody else that wants to make a couple bucks to come out and help get the packing done. And another thing that I've been working on is just this massive, and I don't have to worry about this because none of my family listens. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not going to ruin any Christmas surprises. But my big gift for the family this year, which has ended up being a huge gift, I thought this will be an inexpensive gift because Mm -hmm. I've been buying Groupons for digitizing uh, Super 8 film Mm -hmm. and video cassettes and helping me with the huge multi 
ten thousands of, you know, it's like twenty probably twenty probably twenty thousand photos that I have to go through dating back to when my grandmother was a kid, and trying to do the family archive on that. And so I've purchased some Groupons throughout the year to help me with that. And now I'm just digging in and going through all these, you know, dozens of boxes to figure out which out of these twenty or thirty thousand are worth being in the collection rather than, you know, 15 blurry and one clear one of my sister at the age of six months or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's turned out to be a huge time suck. And another kind of suck is that one of the better ones that I bought was like a thousand four by sixes. Wow. For, it was like $30 Mm -hmm. where they scan them and they do like an automated cleanup, Mm -hmm. like, de-dusting, you know, de-speckling or something like that and color adjustment and stuff like that. So they're not going to be perfect, but it's going to be a lot better than going through a thousand individual four by sixes. I bought two of those because of the, again, mentioned 20 to 30,000 family archive in the family archive. And I'm finding that most of the pictures are like three by threes or three by fives. And so I'm really scrounging to Mm. hit that 2,000 four by sixes and I need to do that soon and I need to send videos off this week and so it's it's just become a huge amount of work, but when it's done, it will be spectacular. Mm-hmm. I mean, it will be something, and I've already figured out that I'm not going to get the entire catalog done this Christmas. And so instead of doing the family calendar like I did last year, it's hard to do that when you have family scattered and you don't see them to get photographs of them. I'm just going to be giving this archive. So I'm trying to pick a bunch of pictures from when my dad was little and when my mom was little and when my brother and sister and I were little and then when all the grandkids are little so that everybody, there's some, everybody's represented in it. Cool. They may not care, like the grandkids may not give a crap about you know, great grandma that they never met, but they'll be interested in seeing grandma pictures yeah. and their parents' pictures and their own pictures. So mm-hmm. I figure by next Christmas, I'll have the entire archive done. Wow. And I will just celebrate like it's 1999 <laughs> again. So that's where a lot of my time is going, that and running back and forth between a home in Fredericksburg and our nomadic existence that is part-time in Ashburn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this time of year with the holidays, it's really hard. It's hard because our schedule's really packed and all that kind of stuff. But I'm finding that purging the house and purging the photos and all the changes going on right now is is actually finally starting to be cathartic rather than mm-hmm. just like excruciating That's and time good. crushing and soul crushing and, and that kind of thing. So just I feel like I'm, I'm I feel like considering I don't have like a job, I'm far too busy. I have far too little time to get the things done for our household that need to get done. And now we're entering Christmas, which is like another level of stress. How about you? What's going on with you? It already feels like when we walk into the house that it's a stranger's house, you know? Yeah. It doesn't feel like coming home. The house we have on the market. Well, for me, I've been spending a lot of time working hard to grow my beard. <laughs> I think you're doing a damn fine job, my friend. I joined the How Not to Grow a Beard Month. The URL is is sadly very difficult. It's like H-O-N-O-T-O-A-G-R-O-A-B-E-M-O. There will be a link in the show notes. Dot com. How Not to Grow a Bemo. So... You know, obviously taken from NaNoWriMo, which I know we've talked about a lot. Mm. And uh, 
So it's, yeah, it's basically grow a beard in the month of November. You shave clean on? October 31st. Mm -hmm. And you take a picture every day. And I've missed a couple days, sadly. Well, but, you've been really sick this month, too. Yeah. And that's documented in my daily photos. <laughs> oh, yeah, the cyborg guy. Well, it's funny because Jim Van Verth, he kicked off the month doing theme pictures. Mm -hmm. So each picture, he's depicting a classic game. He, for years, did the Vintage Gamer podcast. Right. He's been missing it. So every day was like a clue of, you know, what game is he gonna is he doing? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need a theme. And, yeah. and I think my eye was already infected. <laughs> and uh, the next day I twisted my ankle. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was haggard looking, y'all. I can't keep up with this theme. <laughs> I can't introduce a new injury every day. I, you know, <laughs> and malady. I appreciate you halting that because I was getting really concerned. And I was also getting some suspicious looks. Oh, yeah. As if uh, I were, yeah. What's I wrong? fell down the stairs, really. <laughs> Shut up and... and, and Clear your plate. <laughs> Do the dishes. But so it's also a fundraiser. So yeah. it's more uh, importantly, it's a fundraiser. Yeah. <laughs> it is also for a breast cancer charity. And uh, if anybody's got a couple bucks, I could use some donations because I'm like way at the bottom of the leaderboard now. A couple people got some big donations. Yeah. Buoyed to the top. But I, I got to. I think, I think that we should give something away. It, well, today's, mm. today's the 20. Yeah. Today's the 26th. It's, yeah. It's kind I'm of... hoping to have this nastily edited, hastily edited, <laughs> and posted tomorrow, mm. the 27th. Right on. So if anybody actually loads this up and makes a donation to Chooch's page, which I'm going to make him stop, and as I'm talking, make him look up the link right now. So while Chooch is looking that up, I am going to scramble and think of something. Well, you know what? I am going to give your choice of either a Ditched by Kate t-shirt out of my own little pocket, or a Ditched by Kate Stumble EPCD signed, or what else can I give? If you don't like either of those two things and you donate, send me a message and give me an idea for something in like, you know, the $10 price range. And whoever gives Chooch the biggest donation on the Hono to Bro, <laughs> Bigomo, Homo, Pokemon, Pikachu, I Choose You, it's how not to grow a bemo. dot org. If you just Google how not to grow a beard, that's the first thing that pops up. But yeah. it's h o n o t o g r o a b e m o. dot org. Yes, and then it'll have what is it? Uh, participants. So it's got yeah. It has the daily posts of each person with you know the newest one at the top and then there's a, a little box that says beards for boobs yes you click beards for boobs that's the leaderboard of who's and yeah you'll find me down at the bottom somewhere so who's number one right now <laughs> for a while oh wait there's been an upset Ooh. jeff grenier is number one what's his total five hundred dollars <gasps> oh pretty yeah if somebody ass. makes a five hundred dollar donation to Chooch's <laughs> Hono to bro Migimu bigo we'll write you a song well um or I will bake you a cheesecake if you're local <laughs> or we will find something spectacular for a five hundred dollar donation but I mean it's Christmas so I don't know that we'll actually see that but these are for boobs guys and who doesn't like boobs yeah. and ladies you like your man's boobs right I don't know why they wouldn't I, I mean that's a part of their guy. <laughs> 
So there's actually a very similar thing that kicked off in Australia, actually. I haven't looked to see when it started, how many years ago, but it's called Movember, which has right. actually been getting a lot of press. You've been seeing it all over the place. So yeah. it's the same concept, only instead of beards, they're growing mustaches. And instead of breast cancer, it is for prostate cancer awareness. Wow. Another very and the nasty cancer. Yes. The fellows who are growing said mustaches are called Mobros. Mobros. And one Mobro is Scott Roche. And he did a very generous thing on Twitter and Facebook and whatnot. He announced that he, Scott's an author. Yes. And that on his webpage, anybody who makes, who buys any of his books, mm -hmm. he's going to split all the money between his Movember fund and my. How not to grow? How not to grow a beard fund? Which is amazingly so, generous and kind. Yeah, so that's another great way to donate. Get some free fiction. Not free. I mean, you're, you're paying making for a donation, fiction, but right. yeah, pay for some great fiction and help the cause. Yeah. All the money's going straight to the funds. And we're going to have links to all that in the show notes, including a link to um, Scott's page. Scott, that would be Scott Toxic. Toxic with three X's, Roche, T-O-X-X-X-I-C, Roche. Wow. And if you want to know why, then you should check out Tuakacon. There's some videos up there from the broadcast that we did at PG Holyfields for specficmedia.com. The, uh, the 2011 Tuakacon mm -hmm. broadcast was ridiculous amounts of fun. Sadly, 90% of it was off camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I again say that next year we need to record the chat because the shenanigans in chat are just, that alone is worth checking yeah, out. Yeah, Ustream doesn't make it very easy. No. We, we were trying to copy and paste, but the chat was going so fast. Yeah. It wasn't very well recorded when I went back and looked at what I did. have to set up a separate chat cam yes. or something. Yes, yes. Or maybe write some kind of script that I figure grabs every new I think one that, that you need to something. sort this out because I want to do the same thing for when we uh, do a Ustream of Stitched by Kate next time mm -hmm. to capture the chat because there's so much that goes on and at points the conversation gets so quick that you know you can't respond and you want to have answers for people but you can't go back really and see because it times mm -hmm. out after anyways blah 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 yeah. uh, so Scott was there and he was a ton of fun and uh, earned the nickname Toxic with three <laughs> X's of course so and I hear he likes mango wine coolers. I've, yeah. There's I've at least, that. I know, I know that there's at least one picture of him drinking one. <laughs> so I assume he enjoys them, but that's just me speculating. Right. <laughs> He'll appreciate that. Okay. Truth. As a home brewer. Truth. I said, can I get anyone anything from the fridge? And he said, surprise me. Never, ever say surprise <laughs> me to me because I will. I can't pass up the opportunity to zing. And he is a home brewer and he takes great pride in brewing his craft ales. And so I brought him a mango Smirnoff ice. <laughs> and he was a gentleman and he drank it. Yeah. He did not refuse it. He realized he left that open and I pounded right through that door. He even allowed me to take a picture of him holding it. <laughs> for future blackmail. Ooh, maybe that's what I'll give away for people that give big donations. If you want to have blackmail. Blackmail fodder for Scott Toxic Roche. Hey, baby. Make a big donation to Chooch because he's only got $35 in donations so far. And I think that he earns merits more. So do it. I don't know. <laughs> hey, and Monday's Cyber Monday. You know, everybody's buying online, getting discounts. So yeah. on Monday, yes. 
I will grow my beard twice as fast. Right. That's like getting twice the money per beard, Ex- beard growth. Agreed. So you're really going to push your follicles to the limit. Focus extra hard. Yeah. yeah. This goes to our main topic. Which is? It's a great title line. Our future plans. Another oh. blend? Shut the front door. <laughs> I remember writing that. <laughs> okay, kittens. So here's what's going on with us. We'll be brief. We are shacking up with the Rossies long term. We have decided to combine our superpowers into one powerful home. And uh, since we've been staying with them, Chooch's job is really close to the Rossies house and mm-hmm. the practices and all the other time that we spend together just because we just all really click fantastically. We are going to be moving into their basement rooms, the basement bedrooms, and staying here while we recover from, you know, the two years to date of me not having employment and the financial crunch that that's been and, you know, helping them with ease some of their fun because, you know, Phil's been laid off. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, while we're all recovering from the current economic issue and we're having such a wonderful and and we found a lot of love and support across, you know, our two families and with our other future roommate that's going to be moving in in January, I mean, it just makes perfect sense for us mm-hmm. all to reside together because we spend all of our time together anyways. Yeah. And this is the area we were planning on moving to because it's so close to where you work. Yeah. So it's helping our household, their household, our new roommate's household. And, you know, it's pretty cool. I mean, we've been staying here, here and there since like the summer when they graciously offered us the, uh, the, the guest room to stay in as often as we needed to because of my health issues and isolation and, and your commute. And mm-hmm. it's been a godsend. That's yeah. how I look at it. It's been a godsend. We've all really bonded and, and just really kind of embraced being together. And it's fantastic. Yeah. It took a little while to get over the the con atmosphere <laughs> when we realized, you know, every night we don't need to stay up till four in the morning and laughing and talking and listening to music and watching movies and stuff. Yeah, that's it, it settled took... down. <laughs> We're sleeping more now. Yes. But yeah, it was, it was, gosh, it was a pretty intense month there where we were just like, we finally all sat down and we were really haggard and tired. And it was like, look, at, we're just, we're, we're, we're just trying to keep up with you guys. And then we find out they're trying to keep up with us. And we're like, oh, thank God, we can all just sleep again. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, um, but even beyond the fun that we're having, it's just a great, like after being empty nesters for almost two years. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's just it's awesome. been us and Kaylee, and they have two young children. They've got a two-year-old and a four-year-old, mm-hmm. and Kaylee's joined forces. There's another two dogs here. Yes. There's another – there's two, soon to be three cats. Yes. And uh, – So we will be a house with six adults, <laughs> two children, ages two and four, three dogs and three cats, and a fish. And a fish. And then um, our boys are free to visit and and have been coming mm-hmm. and going. So it's a packed house, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's very much still a blender. We are, and that's the funny thing, is it's like, wow, we're blended again. <laughs> what is it about us and blending? So instead of blending marriage-wise and and blending, you know, the our 
separate families together, we're blending two whole other families mm-hmm. with our existing family without like any like marriage or romance or anything like that, <laughs> which is like a different aspect. It's more communal than anything. And it's just been fantastic. Yeah. So blending again, y'all. So we figure this is probably, uh, and we're hearing that this is something that a lot of other families are going through, either kids moving in with parents or parents moving in with kids or friends moving in with friends just because the economy is so hard Mm -hmm. and because people are getting laid off and because everything seems to be more expensive and and nobody's getting pay increases. So it appears that this this blending is a trend kind of thing. And so we figure we're just going to talk about that because that's what's going on in our lives right now. Mm -hmm. And we haven't officially moved in yet. We're not going to officially move in permanently until after we finish up at our house. And we'll talk more about that another time. But, you know, we've slowly been moving in and purging our our stuff, which has been kind of interesting and (sighs) just getting everybody like used to each other and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And so I don't know if you heard this, but when, so we spent Thanksgiving with our friends, the Gideons again this Mm -hmm. year, it's the the third Thanksgiving in a year. And we had a fantastic time, and we actually went up a night early because it was their wedding anniversary. And with all the travel that Thomas has been doing, I was worried that they weren't getting, like, couple time, you know? So I was like, we'll come up the night before. We'll babysit the guys. We love hanging out with them anyways. They're cool dudes. They're kids. Monkey sit. Monkey sit, yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) monkey and puppy sit. And so they went out to dinner and came in, and we got to hang out and then spent all day Thanksgiving together and just had a really great time and then came back from their house back to the Rossi house, Casa de Rossi, and we had another Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. with our future roommates and or current and future roommates. <laughs> and it was just, I mean, it was all just reheated leftovers. Yeah. We didn't do anything fancy, but it was just... You know, the uh, going around the table, you know, Phil gave a really nice toast and everybody going around the table talking about what they were thankful for. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the consistent theme was just, and I think Jen said it best on Thanksgiving, is that our our um, our paths finally leading to each other or our energies finally seeking each other out and, mm-hmm. and all of us like finding this great common ground together. And then hearing that the oldest Rossi child, which I can't remember Phil's code names for them, but we'll have to learn since we're going to be talking about them as, as part of our household. Anyways, the oldest, the four-year-old Rossi daughter, little spark of little, oh my gosh, I love That's her so much. Rossi 2.0. Yeah, Rossi 2.0. She said, apparently while we were gone, they sat down to eat Thanksgiving dinner the formal meal in the afternoon and she said oh, where's Chooch and Viv <laughs> oh so she was very disappointed that we weren't here and of yeah. course I was like oh I yeah. wish we could have been in two places three and places of course, by the at time once, we really. got back she was in bed yeah it was late when we got back but yeah so it's just like it's that kind of thing is that our, our it's just it's been re-energizing more like life in our life more just noise it's like you know i've talked <laughs> yeah. i've talked for so long about the noise you know when the boys are gone and how quiet the house is yeah. and it's like that now we go to the house even with kaylee with us because frequently they're like oh just leave kaylee she'll play with the dogs here it's fine which god love them they are so generous with that kind of stuff but you know we go to our house in fredericksburg and the one that's on the market and 
it, it's just so silent without the boys there. And I've always said that, you know, I'll turn on a TV in another room so I have some sort of background noise. And here, there's just like so much noise, whether it's a toilet flushing or if it's the dishwasher running or if it's, you know, a child, you know, running across the floor mm. or puppies at play or, you know, cat and dog not quite getting along and hissing or, <laughs> or, uh, or Jen's father, you know, cutting the grass or whatever. There's just so much noise and so much life here. And, and after spending over two years, well, spending about two years alone, you know, a good 10 to 12 hours, easily yeah. 12 hours a day by myself with just Kaylee in a silent house, except mm -hmm. for the noise that I made. It's overwhelming and so damned welcome at the same time. Mm. Because it's definitely, one thing this house is not is empty or silent. Yeah. And those are the <laughs> two things that I think were pushing my isolation and depression the most at the Fredericksburg house. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, I, I think you guys are already seeing a difference. We refer to it as the Fredericksburg house as opposed to Big Paradise or the borough or home. We've done an, an emotional detachment because there's just, it's such a difference between the two places. There's so yeah. much love here and you walk in the door and you're welcomed and you're greeted and it's dogs and cats and people, you know, and adults and kids and hugs. And it's just so much different than getting to that house and it's silent. Yeah. And, you know, it just sucks. It's depressing. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. music. Oh my gosh. You know, music. there's always an iPod <laughs> playing in the kitchen yep. or Phil's strumming his acoustic guitar noodling on something or you and phil come downstairs yeah that's what i was gonna say as a musician this is where we practice so yeah. we'll just find ourselves randomly down and <laughs> just start playing stuff i'll jump on the drums because it's fun and yeah i've never been a drummer and start laying a beat down and yeah. he'll hear it and he'll come running from wherever down in the, house. the stairs yeah. and he'll pick up my bass yeah. and start i love it <laughs> playing it's something fantastic. Down i actually and... think i posted a picture of one of those last <laughs> night i was going through pictures and i think i posted mm -hmm. a picture of you playing drums and phil playing bass yeah it's just one of those little quick moments of you know, he hears you playing or you hear him playing and then the other one comes running just yeah. like, oh, cool. We get a little creative <laughs> moment in the middle of everything else today. Yeah. And he'll be playing guitar and I'll come in and play bass. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's very just, cool. It's so cool. Welcome to the interwebs, home of everything. Would you like to try the new Fruity Odie Slusho? Uh, what do you want? A podcast? What kind of podcast? Give me one with affable hosts talking about geeky things they do. I want one with geek-related news. Anything else? Let me see. How about a podcast with sometimes interesting topics or celebrity interviews? Yeah, uh, let me have the one with the fitness tips, the one that talks about patio books, maybe the one that talks about upcoming cons. If you want all of that, why not get a combo? You have something that has all of that? I wouldn't offer it if we didn't. Is that possible? Is that legal? <gasps> you want this weekly from geekradiodaily.com. What's that? A running gag. So what is this weekly? It's the sometimes weekly podcast with stealth geeks who talk about their week, geek news, and it features looks at patio books, fit club, and con updates. I don't know. One of the hosts is a woman. Oh, really? With a sexy voice. So, Geek Radio Daily has forums for geek talks, an active Facebook and Twitter page, and the award non-winning sometimes weekly podcast. All this and more at geekradiodaily.com.
vibe here is amazing and we are finding ourselves just in awe of the fact that we've been so blessed so yes thanksgiving just happened and we're overflowing with thankfulness at you know the health of our children and our families and our loved ones and to find ourselves somehow in this magic little pocket of love when we really need you know when we really need some um some extra motion and movement in our life mm -hmm. and we've definitely got that and uh the benefit of great friendship and love too we are yeah. damn blessed <laughs> it's re it's remarkable my health remains the same i'm trying some different uh, uh medicine alternatives some more homeopathic stuff tired of all the chemicals because they don't seem to be working so i'm working with someone to try and figure out a way to find my way as i mentioned on my blog i've started therapy to deal with you know long-standing issues that i've had and recent issues and stuff that i've never dealt with and you know life is a really heavy load right now and we are blessed to have you in a good enough job that warrants us to have good insurance to pay for the therapy and our mm -hmm. health insurance to cover the medicinal costs. And, you know, we're, we're just, you know, we're blessed in a lot of ways. And, you know, we've got things that aren't so great, but then we certainly have more that, that more good things that offset that in, mm -hmm. a, in a huge way. Yeah. They'll bring us to solid nuggets. Solid nuggets. <laughs> my solid nugget. The back, you know, more music, 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 since it's been so much of my life lately. Mm. Google recently took their music product out of beta. They made a big announcement. People have probably heard a lot about it. And it's hard for me to I gauge. Don't know. I don't know that people have. There hasn't been a huge push. It's really hard for me to gauge because so many people, you know, Apple's dominated the music industry yeah. for so long and i um you know i love android that's my phone and um you know i love linux and open source stuff and all that sort of thing so i've you know kept a, a really close eye on this stuff so i don't know how many people have seen it or not anyways they launched google music beta and it's a storage locker very much like the amazon music and then Sony, you know, had launched Sony, not Sony, Apple had launched iCloud. Beta was actually, or the music beta was actually, I think was before both of them. So the concept is you take your entire music collection, you upload it to their servers, and then anywhere you want to listen to it, you can listen to it. Anywhere with a web browser, if you have an Android phone, it automatically goes to your phone. And you can tell it to keep a specific album or a specific artist or a specific song or even a playlist. You can tell it to always stay on your device. So you always have a copy on your phone. So mm. when you're going to catch a plane, you don't have internet access, you can still listen to your music. <sighs> depending really on how much space, you know, your device yeah. has. And you can tailor it, you know, how much you want to save, how much you don't want to save. They had announced when they did the beta that, okay, it's free for now. It's in beta. We want to, you know work the bugs out and when they did the launch last week they said we said it was going to be free for a while well we're going to keep it free yeah so up to twenty thousand songs <laughs> you can upload and i you know thought that we've got a pretty extensive music collection yeah. it was just over fifteen thousand songs so we really? haven't even touched the limit wow. <laughs> um, that's a pretty good increase because when we got together it was like seven grand there were yeah. like 7,000 songs. So that's a pretty good increase in eight years. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, for free, hey, it's a lot of music. And and it works fantastically. Obviously, I if you have an Android phone, 
it works really well since it's a Google product. Uh, but so the other part of the big announcement, oh, back up real quick, that has a mobile website. And so that will work on iPhones or any other smartphone that has a web browser. Right on. And then, of course, any uh, any computer you have, they have a client to do the uploads. And that works on Mac, Linux, and Windows. Right on. And what the, the other big addition was that they're actually selling music now. Mm-hmm. And so that's when they did the launch. They've done deals with all of the major labels except for Warner's is still holding back. So there's some artists that aren't going to be there mm-hmm. until they solidify that deal. But they've got 13 million tracks, Amazing. which is a lot. You gave me the numbers before. What was the other the other two? I don't recall off the top of my head. It was like 17 million for Amazon or something. It's so they're they've actually caught up. Yeah, yeah. Significantly. Yeah. I think not, iTunes still has the most like well, I yeah. think there were like 17 million and I think Amazon may have been less actually. But the uh, so they're selling music and you know the prices are comparable to the other ones. Amazon and Google Music, I believe, are both cheaper than buying tracks on iTunes. The sound quality is better for Google. It's better. They do full 320 kilobit MP3. Mm. So they're open. You can put them on any device. You can copy them. There's no you know restrictions. And I know iTunes had finally lifted that restriction. Right. But it's still in their AAC format. And unless you want to do the conversions, mm-hmm. it's not going to play in your car stereo probably. Right. You know, you can't just burn a CD of it and play it everywhere. I, well, I ran into another problem can, with that, that I'll tell you in a minute, but go ahead. So having the MP3 format's important, to me at least, to have it you know, a lot more compatible, be able to use it anywhere. And they've really, really embraced independent musicians, which yes. of course is close to my heart. <laughs> they actually have what they call the Artist Hub. And the Artist Hub is any musician, so I suppose any author really, if you want to do an audiobook, can go to the Artist Hub you create a profile which is 25 bucks so it's you know the same thing like developers you know will do a registration fee to get it to start but that's the only fee you ever pay everything's there's no annual fees 25 bucks you set up your profile then you can upload your music it could be a song it could be an album set your own price for what you want to sell it for make it free if you want and then they have the traditional split, which is the same as the iTunes split, which is 70-30. So you keep 70%. Right. They keep 30%. And that is just so empowering. And the day that they launched, I went ahead to create Ditch by Kate's profile. And then, of course, it says, you know, pending policy review or whatever. I had uploaded our EP Stumble. And it was live the next day. The next <laughs> freaking day. It was which, live, up, ready for sale. And having put stumble up on other music services recently oh yeah that was epic turnaround oh yeah yeah itunes it was like the artwork went up within two weeks but it was only set for pre-order right it took three or four weeks uh amazon mp3 took four or five weeks Mm -hmm. spotify took like six weeks e-music took six weeks some of them took eight weeks or more and you can't even do pandora because it's not a full album so the next the next uh, Ditched by Kate release will be a full album, so we can go right. after Pandora. But I mean, it was very, very fast. Yeah. So uh, it's a really cool service, and I look forward to. Oh, another 
biggie. Um, so when you upload your music, you can say whether it has the standard 90 second preview for songs. Mm-hmm. You can say, you can set it so that everybody can listen to the entire album for free once and then they have to buy it. Mm. Or you can set it for unlimited free if you want. So if it's promotional, if it's, you know, a live show or something, or if people are doing demos just to get, you know, gauge people's interest, you can actually make stuff free. But the other cool thing is since they've been really pushing their their social network, Google Plus, anytime you buy an album on Google Music, if you share it on Google Plus, share that you bought it, all of your friends on Google Plus get a full, a free play of the entire album. Oh, that's amazing. And if other people reshare it, then their friends can get an entire free that is play. That's so cool. So such a great way to discover new music and to share music with friends. And, you know, it goes back to the old, unfortunately, you can't do playlists and mixes because that yeah. would be back to the old cassette, you know, oh, <laughs> mixtape yeah, days mix oh, <laughs> of trading mixtapes. And, uh, <sighs> but, you know, it's a, it's a great way for people to learn about new music, yeah. to, to literally share it and get a free play. Uh, it's fantastic because, you know, once you find somebody that has similar music tastes as you, it just simplifies the whole thing of, well, what are they listening to? Because every time, like we go to John uh, Taylor Williams' house, mm-hmm. he and his wife Mia, they always have this amazing music playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Thomas and Andrea. And some of it I absolutely love. And it's almost like I want to whip out the Shazam every time and go, okay, what song is this? And retain <laughs> it so I can get it later. But, you know, if they add something or if we add something, then you already know that you have a similar taste. Mm-hmm. And you know to just hop on that right away. Yeah. Now I'm looking at my Android market, all the apps that I have, and I have two icons that say music. One of them is a headphone that I just downloaded, Google Music. Yeah. I don't know whether it's the headphone or if it's this. The headphones thing. is the new music. The new music. Yeah, the the little square thing that looks like a speaker. Yeah. That's the default music app that a lot of uh, carriers have on their phones. It sucks. And you can't get rid of it because it's built into the firmware. But. Okay, well, as long as I can <laughs> tell the difference, then I'm going to put it on my homepage because that was something I have not taken the time to do. Gotcha. And I need to make time for it. So if I put it on my homepage on my phone, then I'll actually make time for it. So. <laughs> and I, if you don't mind me saying, mm-hmm. uh, two things that I think are interesting that I've experienced over the last week. One was that we were listening to This Week in Tech. I was actually awake for a portion of it. <laughs> and in the car while Chooch was listening to it, I usually fall asleep. Um, but I heard them complaining about how the cost of songs on Google Music is higher than on iTunes. And the thing to remember there is that that's not Google's fault. That is the independent artists setting mm. the price point themselves. And so, you know, it's one of those don't blame the messenger kind of things. It's not Google Music that's trying to make a bigger profit. It's that the independent artists have decided to list it for more money there for oh, some the label reason. With, yeah, their yeah blanket the label deals. or the independent or whatever it is that. I think that that's why they're finding, I mean, that has to be why they're finding the higher prices because mm-hmm. Google's not price setting. And the other thing is that I have been uh, part of the purge for our move is going through the photos. And I'm also trying to cull through my, I don't know, do you call it an analog CD, non-digital <laughs> format, the actual little plastic case with the actual disc inside, right. CD inside. CD collection. I've been, um, you know, ripping those into my music, my digital music collection. And if you don't use Apple iTunes, then it does not recognize the tracks. You have to use the iTunes player to rip it in for you to be able to see. Like I took uh, a soundtrack in. I just ripped in a soundtrack, and it's like track one, track two, track three. I had to identify what the album was in in the iTunes because I had to go back to my my iPod Nano because I've been having trouble with the music player on my phone. Mm. So I had 
kind of reverted back to old technology for me, which was the iPod, to be able to listen to music and podcasts again. And I know that you have found some solutions that work on the, mm -hmm. on the Android, so I need to get with you on that because I'm not happy with the iPod. Again, I'm not happy with the iPod because unless you use their ripper, you then have to go in and name each track. You have to name mm. the album and you have to do the info yourself because it will not find the information. You know how it says the get info and it's supposed to go look CDDB up yeah. and get the image art and all that stuff. It won't do that if you didn't use the Apple mm. Ripper. Well, there's other Rippers that'll do it for there you. There are, there are, but having just plopped it in and, and ripped it, it, I just think it's ridiculous to yeah. put that limitation. It's like, oh, you didn't use Apple. Well, sorry, you're going to have to do extra work. <laughs> you should have used Apple. And it's that kind of elitist thing that is, is pissing me off as we look for a new, a new phone on, on another carrier. And it makes me just want to not get an iPhone 4S. Yeah. Well, that's one thing is they work wonderfully together if you're using all Apple. <laughs> yeah. And I want to keep my Google. I love my yeah. Google. I mean, we've had Android phones for over three years now. Yeah. And I'm really happy having my contacts, my calendar, everything except for the music and my podcatcher has, that's been my only problem has been yeah. music and podcatcher. Everything else, I've got all my Google accounts linked. You know, phone. on uh, Facebook and Google Plus, you'd put a post out saying, hey, people who love their iPhones. <laughs> okay, Apple fanboys. Everybody who loves their iPhone. Sell me on it. We're looking at possibly moving to AT&T. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm looking at phone options more than you are. Right. Broader I'm definitely options. sticking with Android, yeah. but you're on the fence. You may go with an iPhone. I want whatever is going to work easiest for me because... You know, my mental competency, coherency, comprehension is lowered with the medication and the migraines yeah. and stuff. I don't have time to sit and try to noodle through why something isn't mm -hmm. working. So I just need something that works. So this is your chance. If you love your iPhone, send us an email, do a voicemail, and tell Viv why you love your iPhone. Why should right. she pick iPhone over Android? Right. What really sets it apart? Mm-hmm. Because and so far, I've nothing's come back on Facebook no, no, or Google. I haven't, Plus. I haven't really gotten any <laughs> solid reason to do it. Other, you know, we had a, a long conversation. We had dinner with Jet, Jet Michelle, mm -hmm. Mistress Jet on Twitter, and her awesome boyfriend. He's, I, I wish we got more time with them because I always, every time we, we hang out with them, I feel like it, uh, I wish we had more time to just like hang out and chat. But, you know, I asked him because he had switched from Android to iPhone. Mm. And so I was, curious about his opinion and he basically said that everything that iphone does android is pretty much caught up with mm -hmm. there's just you know that lack of apps which i i agree there's a lack of apps for androids that's not a big concern for me because i'm i'm kind of a creature of habit mm -hmm. so i don't seek out new apps all the time and you know beyond that it was just the community and I would say that Android doesn't really have a community the way that the iPhone users are a community. Um, but that doesn't bother me so much either because I don't get into like the elitism of Nina Nina. Well, he had meant the community of his peers. He had exactly, a bunch of, they all had iPhones, so right, he immediately had all the support. I absolutely agree. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Is that I don't I don't see that that where Android users nanner except more of a defensive. Mm. Well, I don't want an iPhone. The iPhone doesn't work for me because that. I mean, I feel like so many people use the iPhone that you have to have a reason why you don't. Mm. And I'm I am genuinely open-mindedly seeking a reason to switch to it mm -hmm. just because it'll make most of my music and podcast issues just evaporate. Yeah. Everything else will be a problem. Sure. 
but I'm not finding any other reason besides that. And so please take a moment, tell me why the iPhone is better because I'm at the point where I'm asking people that I know are, are Apple fans to explain it to me. And none of the reasons that I'm getting are enough to get me over the, the iTunes store censorship and, you know, blocking what you're able to do with something that you purchased, restricting what you're allowed to do and, you know, having to break your phone to be able to do what you want with it and then yeah. having to risk it being bricked later with the patch. You know, I, I have a problem with that. If I pay for this technology, I want to be yeah. able to use it the way I want to use it. Google has spoiled me with that. Yeah, and I had never really used an iPhone. I had... um was you know on board with android from day one i had been following the progress for a long time mm-hmm. and then you know how crazy i was going the first day that it launched well, to I remember, get one i remember trying to get a gmail account remember that oh yeah when we were trying to get in uh i mean remember when they launched the mail yeah. beta right and we had like two computers at the time and we only had two back then <laughs> and we were trying to get in to get a gmail account yeah. so i mean you have been a proponent of the google services from the very yeah. beginning but so i was you know really looking forward to android that was my first smartphone well not smart i we came from trios palm right, right. Which um that is pretty spoiled yeah and and, and back in the day that yeah was the trio thing. was a great phone yeah so I haven't lived with an iPhone. I haven't used an iPhone. Right. Now, about six months ago, my office bought me an iPad too. Right. So I've been living with the iPad a little bit off and on. And there are a lot of things in iOS that drive me nuts. And that's the main reason why I don't really want an iPhone. The keyboard sucks. Some people love it. I hate it. It doesn't work for me. So I guess for me, it sucks. I can't say it sucks because a lot of people really do like it. Um, For me, I can't, it's, it drives me crazy. You have to hit a bunch of extra buttons to get, you know, special symbols you got to do. And with Android, you don't like the keyboard. You just download a different one. Right. You just download a different app that replaces the keyboard. As a one that comes with it, that is is the one I use. mm -hmm. That's one of the things that bugs me is that Apple locks that down. And then a lot of little things like the home screen. Mm Mm-hmm. The, on the uh, iPad. On the iPad. Too. So they've got their apps, their preferred apps. So mm-hmm. you've got you know, your camera, your game center. You can't move those off your homepage. What? They won't let you. Watch. You hold this down. Everything goes jiggly because yeah. you're going to move it. If I try to move it to a different page, it doesn't. Now wow. I can take things that I downloaded and I can move them to, to a different page. page. That sucks. Little things like that. Those little control things just no, drive me crazy. Yeah. Well, and the other, and it's not really a big deal, but I'll be honest. I became more open-minded because I was like going, "Oh, maybe I'll get an iPhone. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll get this. Maybe I'll get that." I haven't really locked down. I basically will get whatever you tell me is gonna. Because you'll sit down and you'll research all the phones and you'll mm-hmm. figure out what's gonna work best for you. And you also, as an offshoot, know what I look for mm-hmm. and tell me if the one you want is gonna work for me. Right. This will work for you, but the keyboard's different. Like when we went from the G1s to the Droid oh, X's, right, they were the like, hardware keyboard. I know you want the hard bo- the hardwired keyboard, but I'm gonna do this, so maybe try it out, give it a shot, because otherwise this'll be the one for you if you want that keyboard. And so, you know, you're really thoughtful that way. And so I was coming into it like totally like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll try, I'll try anything. And then it was when we were having dinner with John and Mia and he was, he pulled out Siri. Yeah, yeah, they had just gotten I was the new digging iPhone Siri because yeah. you know sometimes I have a thought. Okay, I have to make an. I have to schedule something on the calendar, and by the time my brain, oh, it's really fun, guys. By the time <laughs> I process the steps to the two or three 
button presses to schedule a calendar appointment, I have usually forgotten what I'm scheduling it for. Mm -hmm. So the ability to say, Siri, schedule me an appointment for blah, 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 on blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then she says, okay. And then you confirm it and it's done. Yeah. That is like, it's almost, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to try and exaggerate. I'm going to try and be really honest when I say that it's almost becoming a functional requirement for me to have something like that because mm -hmm. I have lists, I have paper, and I have computer lists, and I really need. I mean, I know that I'm not like what is the uh, five o. What is the uh, a five o eight compliance? The five o eight compliant. Right. I know that I don't need it to that level, but I mean, Jesus, look at me trying to remember five o eight compliant. Um, <laughs> but it's like. You know, I, I need I need more assistance than your average bear. Mm -hmm. And it frustrates me. So I really need it's not just that I need it, it's just that I get angry that I need it all of a sudden after gotcha. you know, after the age after getting to age forty without needing that kind of help. From forty on, I'm really angry that I need that kind of help. Mm -hmm. So I really, really need it to yeah. kind of keep my stress level down and my frustration down. Series. Very powerful. Yeah. It's, it works so well. I was really impressed. And even like the joke questions, what's the meaning of life, Siri? You know, right. <laughs> or Siri, will you marry me? And I mean, even the jokey stuff was very entertaining, but just the functional yeah. aspect of that. Come on, Android. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't make me go to, to the Apple store. Don't make me <laughs> lose options and, and Well, and we can try choices. if you want to. We can try because Android for the last two years has had a voice interface. Yeah. It just doesn't do the natural language. Yeah. You just have to learn what it's expecting what to hear. Are, so right. Like any other voice so you have to say calendar. Yeah. New. Okay. And then say a well, date. Maybe we'll do that before we switch. Just to try it out. Yeah. The I found that the voice recognition for Siri so so the you know big differentiator for Siri is it's sorry for the longer discussion, yeah. guys. We'll drop my nugget. Is it's it uh it. it's natural natural language so you can say what you can say a task or a request. You don't have to say it a certain way. It's just you just you talk to it conversationally, and it figures out what you mean. So right. it'll pull things out of context yeah. because it knows what your patterns are. Right. So it'll know what you're probably trying to get at, and that's so powerful. It is. And but aside from that, for a dullard like me, <laughs> a, new, a newly dulled person. Aside from that, is the the actual voice recognition itself is just flawless yeah it it knows the words you're saying yeah. and um a lot of other voice recognition i haven't tried the one on the android phone but you know we judging from like it. the voicemail transcripts it's not always that accurate it's entertaining in its own <laughs> way but yeah i'm it was and it and it was only the very because we played with it probably all total through the night less than 30 minutes with yeah. siri mm -hmm. but it was only the really complex things that john was posing to siri that were problematic yeah or talking too fast and laughing yeah <laughs> <laughs> 10k <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah i that honestly siri may be enough whoa, i don't know i hate <laughs> i hate going backwards with you know with uh choices and options because yeah. then i'll be like but i want this and i want it now but hey maybe some people out there have some other reasons that yeah, they really please, love it please 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 and, and and again if and and even the android because the first and really only substantive response that i got to that google plus was an android user saying have you tried this have you tried that and i feel terrible because i never responded mm. but i was i've been kind of waiting 
Gotcha. For an Apple response, for somebody from an Apple point of view to say no, SmackDown. You yeah. know, I'm shocked at the at the crickets. Just thought of another Android benefit is if you do buy a new Android phone, yeah. you turn it on at the store. Oh, Jesus, Mary you type in your sign-in name and password. Yeah, I'm already tingly. All of your apps, all of your email, all of your bookmarks are all automatically going to show up. Everything. I don't have to do anything. No. It's just all there. They've always done that. That's pretty cool. But again, that's not a make or break thing, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty damn cool considering how much time <laughs> it would take me to, to switch everything over to iCal and my contacts over. And <laughs> Well, there's actually some good converter stuff too because yeah. we could bring it into um, – we could bring your Google Calendar into iCal on the Mac and then it'll suck it in and stuff like yeah. that. So. We can make we can ease that calendar, transition over. Six calendars. We can ease that over. Three. I'm down to three calendars. Awesome. Although we did just increase my management <laughs> of by three more email accounts for Ditch by Kate, so it's a trade off. <laughs> it's, a, it's a you know six of one half dozen of the other, three of one, a quarter of a half dozen of the other. They have definitely been getting better with uh, interacting with Google services, right? And Google, um, they're, they're they just launched a new nice. Gmail client, yeah, that's native for iOS. So that's pretty cool. So I'm sorry we got into this technical discussion <laughs> because you know me, RAR. But yeah, it's something we're considering and I, I would like a sooner rather than later answer. So I'm getting kind of I'm I'm just surprised. Like I Yeah, said, I was really surprised that people didn't the lack jump of response. out. But uh again, I think people are tired of defending their technology, yeah. so it makes sense. But uh and maybe the gap just has closed that much and maybe Siri's the only difference now. Siri and censorship. They actually did some catch up with the newest iPhone release. Yeah. Their notification system sucked. Yeah. It would literally pop a little window up in the middle of your screen on the iPad? for notifications on iPhones and iPads. Uh -huh. And like if you got another notification, that other one disappeared. Ooh. And it was Same horrible. Yeah. So guess what they changed to? It mm. pops up at the top and you can drag down and you can – yeah, the thing that the Android, Android launched with. Yeah, wow. So and, they've and done a little a great, bit of catch-up too. That's but cool. it's awesome that, that they're pushing each other. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do dig the interplay. I feel kind of bad for BlackBerry because I feel like they're the odd man out, but you know they've kind of screwed themselves in a lot yeah, of ways too. Yeah, they have the whole room thing. But so I will say that we now have the giggles and the the uh, the the running of oh yeah <laughs> of the wee Rossies above, and I, I want to see what they're giggling about. So I think we're going to have to. <laughs> well, what's your solid nugget? Well, I said that we would skip it because oh, okay. we kind of took yours, and I kind of yeah. I kind Sorry. of piggybacked. Mm -hmm. with my apple issue so i'll save mine well okay. you know i'll give it real quick because it's the holidays and it's a great one for planning holidays home ec 101 i don't think i've ever talked about it before next show i'll talk more about it they did for thanksgiving they did a great countdown starting with november 1st on prepping for you know what to do to prepare for thanksgiving so you're not in a last minute crush uh they do a great you know manage your housework they it's a great site for getting tips on cleaning and i just got this life-changing tip on there that i think i'll talk about next week mm. Or next time we record. Ooh, a teaser. It's it's the one that has made Jen Rossi more happy than any one cleansing product should ever make any one woman. Oh happy. yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> save it for next week, but because it's the holidays and I hate to tease with something that you may find useful, Home Ec one oh one, 
it's a fantastic site. I love it. I've been using it for a year and a half now, mm -hmm. and I still get all of the emails, and I actually read them when they come. It's one of the few uh, readers that I actually read. So check that out and see if it's useful for you. I'm not sure what they're launching for December as a countdown to Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever holiday they you know represent on the site, but I, I do know it'll be helpful. So check that out, and I'll give you more of that next time we record. Sweet. Sweet. Oh, you hear the giggles. Okay, it's time to go. <laughs> we must investigate the little giggles. All right. Thanks for listening, as always. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Into the Blender. You can find information, comment on episodes, and subscribe to the podcast at intotheblender.com. You can send us email to intotheblender at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 657-464-4820. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 license. You're free to make copies and share this podcast to your heart's content, just not modify or make money from it. Theme music is provided by Sharif, found on podsafeaudio.com. For more information about the artist, head to sharifmusic.com. That's S-H-A-R-I-F music.com. <laughs>